podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the MLS UK Show Stoppage Time. I'm Henry Hewitt and as always I'm joined by... Elliot Holman. So Elliot, we're back. We've had a few weeks off. We had a few weeks off in the summer because uh, Bryony gave birth. We've now had a few weeks off the end of the season because Poppy's given birth. But we are back very tired but we're back just in time for the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, uh, congratulations, by the way. Obviously, I've already said that, but it's just in front of everyone else. Congratulations. Um, uh, I saw a picture of Poppy and she had a gown on. I wonder if we could do a quick kit review. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as you well know, I think anyone post-birth, uh, or pre-birth, actually, uh, is probably not in the mood to have uh, any joking like that. But she, to be fair to her, she does look great. I will give it that. I know I meant to say that as a husband, but considering she's just given birth and she's up most of her nights, whereas I managed to get a bit more sleep than her, she looks great. So we'll give her that, but she is getting ready. She is back. We also had a tweet actually asking whether my son Arthur will be joining in on the kit reviews uh, come March. Um, I don't know whether his will be a, a rating that he uh, produces in his pants because uh, <laughs> he won't be able to talk, but... Um, maybe some of the kits will look like, because as you know, it's it, lots of different shades of yellow and green. So, uh, mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, shout uh, out to Portland. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, right. Well, of course, it was uh, decision day this weekend and uh, it didn't disappoint. The last few places of the playoffs were up for grabs and it went right down to the wire, especially in the East. And let's start there because New York Red Bulls, 14 years in a row have made the playoffs. They have made the wild card game uh, in the MLS, um, well, Audi MLS playoffs, as we should, I guess we should call it. Um, and, uh, well, do you think it was well-deserved in the end? They've uh, they've snuck over the line. We know how to do it. Yeah, so uh, I was DJing a wedding uh, on Saturday night, and which was a bit annoying with the early, the kickoffs being a bit earlier. Um and as I pulled on the drive, I had a quick check of all the scores and I was like, oh, Red Bulls are not going to do it. Like it was like right at the end of the game, it was like 85 minutes. By the time I'd got in, got in bed, checked my phone again, I was like, no way, penalty. They're never, they're surely not. Um, so what a way to do it. And they're, they're first up uh, playing Charlotte. So uh, good luck to them. 14 years in a row, but no MLS Cup. Not yet, anyway. I'll be honest, I would. Uh, I don't think it will happen this time. I think it will be a bit too much for them. But they are heading into the playoffs in good form. They've won for the last three. They've won the last two away games, uh, including, obviously, the, the Nashville win and a win at Cincy. So they are in form. Uh, but Charlotte got over the line themselves by beating uh, Leo Messi's into Miami 1-0. Um, I mean, I know, obviously... Charlotte are the away team, and if they get through, they're, they're only going to be playing one home game in the uh, you know in the first round of the playoffs, and then away from there. But in that one game, they could potentially play at home. There'll be a hell of an atmosphere, so that maybe could sway things slightly in their direction if they get to that point. Maybe. Yeah, you you have to feel like the odds are, are stacked up against these teams in the wild card uh, spots, but maybe rightly so. I I don't I don't. I don't mean that as anything against the, the teams involved specifically. I just think um, I remember the day really clearly. I remember the day they unveiled this uh, playoff um, system, the new the new system and the, you know, more spots, more spots available, but really, really difficult for, for those teams. So 
you know, you, you come through away against New York and then you've got a tough game after tough game. It's, it's going to be really difficult for those sides to, to make much progress, I think. Yeah, well, Charlotte have dropped the most points uh, from winning positions in the regular season, which tells me that as great as Charlotte fans are, uh, and in that one potential home game, it might get them over the uh, you know over the line. I think that is the worrying stat for me, and uh, I do think uh, that Charlotte potentially we won't see much of them in the playoffs. Um, I tell you what, before we talk, we before we break down each conference and we look ahead to the playoffs, let's just have a look at the other wild card game uh, that will be happening. Um, and San Jose will be traveling to. Sporting KC, I almost forgot there in my tired state. Uh, but Sporting KC, a great run there on, and a few of a few people have got them as wild cards. Ironically, if they win the wild card game, to so go further than uh, what you would anticipate for a wild card team, would you agree with that? Um, I mean, looking at their overall season, no. Uh, however, obviously recent form has been much better. We had a conversation where we believed midway through the season that Peter Vermees should be gone um, because they they just were not good enough. You know, last five at home, only lost one game, couple of wins away in the last five as well. It, it certainly turned around. If they'd have had a bit of a better season at the beginning, they wouldn't have to be going through this. The, you know, the odds would be a lot, a lot more stacked in their favour. Um, personally, I... I don't think they go deep this year. No, well, it, it is tough, as we just mentioned, for the wildcard teams. I think out of all of them, out of the four, I'd probably go with SKC myself to to have that, that run into the latter stages, if one were. You always tend to get a team that has finished sort of sixth or seventh that does quite well, never goes on and wins it. But for me, it could be SKC. They'll be facing San Jose, who have got over the line. Um, you know, of course, uh, it's... It's been a bit of a change the last few years for San Jose, and I think it was it's a real watershed moment. And you think if you look at them compared to Houston, both similar sort of sides uh, in recent seasons. Houston have obviously pushed on. Ben Olsen has done great with them. San Jose is still kind of in the same position, but getting over the line, getting into the playoffs will be a massive boost for them, won't it? Yeah, I think, again, I think they struggle. Obviously, somebody has to win out of, out of those two. It's probably going to be SKC. Uh, San Jose have only won two games away from home all season. Uh, one of those was against Vancouver, I believe. Uh, 1-0 victory. Um, I'm saying all this stuff, pretending I pretending it's legit. I think that's right. Um, so I, I, I think two wins from 17 on the road, not fantastic, doesn't mean that they're going to uh, be tearing up many trees in, in the playoffs, but they made it. It's positive. It's something to build on. Um, a few years ago, San Jose were a long way off that. So um, certainly progress. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I mean, these wildcard games, you know, when, as you said before, when they announced the uh, the playoff format, I was a bit like, the team in ninth getting into the playoffs, does that make sense? But I think having seen Decision Day, and that's where the drama was for those teams to get into it. I'm I'm kind of on board. I'm not quite there with the best of three round one, uh, you know, games just yet in the MLS playoffs. But I'm sure, as, and you know, if you ask me again in a month's time when we've come through them all and we've seen all the drama that's there, I'm sure uh, the uh, the madness will have been explained and we'll get get on board of it. I'm sure, probably not, but I'm sure. Um, 
But uh, right, let's just kind of round off decision day with a few of the other matches and then we'll move on to the playoffs and, and talk about the teams, including Orlando, that have uh, actually got a shout of winning it this time, which is, again, very weird for me to say. Um, when So go on, what, what um, you said you were working, you then checked the scores. What kind of games were you, barring the Orlando game, what games did you have your eye on uh, on decision day? Um, I was interested in Montreal, to be honest. Montreal at Columbus, um, they've had a bizarre season. Really, really strange season. So um, didn't play any home games at the start. Really struggled to get points on the board. Um, and I knew Columbus, not that they had loads to play for, but Columbus always score goals at home. Always looking to get on the front foot. Difficult team uh, to go and beat. And really difficult for Montreal to go and get a result. So um, certainly uh, Columbus... Columbus Montreal was one I was keeping my eye on, as well as Orlando, because I saw the the eleven completely rotated and thought, okay, I get it. Second is, you know, nailed on, um, and we're resting players ahead of the uh, ahead of the playoffs. But watching Toronto is just so painful. It's so bad. I, it's it's incredible. It's actually incredible how awful they are. And the players, Insigne and Bernadeschi, Michael Bradley, I mean, I, I, there's been a place on this podcast reserved for a hatred of Michael Bradley for a long time. But watch watch the goals back. What are you doing? Like, uh, it's unbelievable. I know, I know it's all, thank you, Michael. Thanks for your service. But I mean, at least turn up, mate. It was, it was bizarre to watch. Really bizarre. I don't know what's going on in Toronto. I really don't. No, yeah, well, they've brought in uh, a new head coach, haven't they? So he's going to have a full, like, uh, close season to work with them. And, yeah, there needs to be a massive change there. There needs to be something. I know it's it's gone a bit bitter with what has happened uh, over the course of the last uh, 12 months in particular. But it needs a, a recharge because Toronto have got the players and it's just been awful. It has really been awful this season. For them to finish bottom of the conference is really poor and I'm sure their fans are very... Uh, well, they, they expressed it a few weeks ago with uh, Insignia. They, you know, they they are upset, and that is a club that should be doing far better than uh, than what it is. But I mean, credit to Orlando, credit to Maguire who uh, scored a great goal. So uh, yeah, it's um, you know it's it's looking good for Orlando. But we'll talk about that a little later on. Um, one of the games that had me uh, intrigued by it is uh, Portland v Houston. Uh, Houston have gone and ruined the team's playoff hopes on decision day yet again, having done it to LA Galaxy in previous years. Um, Houston have obviously done very well. They've got themselves a home game in that first round of the playoffs. Portland, though, they were there and they've got beaten the last two games heavily and it's uh, it's ruined their season. But you know, on the whole with Portland, do you really think they deserve a playoff spot? Because uh, I think they've been hit and miss. And again, another team that you expect much better from. Yeah, I mean, one half their home games, but one about 10% of away games. And it's just, that's not, you know, if you're only going to win half your home games, the, the away percentage needs to be much, much stronger. Um, also, goals, con- yeah, goals conceded away from home, 36 uh, so it's minus 19 away from home. They did not travel well this year. Um, and it's just a bit bizarre, I think, for you know, for us to see Portland uh, in that kind of situation because bar um, the odd year, you know, we've never really seen them struggle. We've seen them get to uh, MLS Cup 
a couple of times as well. Really, really, really strange one. Yeah, it is. And another team who they need a change, you know, it's it got to the point where it's gone a bit stale and they need a refresh. Um, you know, that fan base is a, and to, you know, Providence Park, great stadiums, those, that stadium and that fan base should be in MLS Cup playoffs. They should be at the latter stages of it. They light up, um, you know, the when it's full, like Toronto, you know, when the stadium's full, it looks great. And it, that's what we want. You know, we're trying to sell this product to the world. We want stadiums like that. We want fan bases and teams like that in the playoffs. And Portland fans will be very disappointed that they've missed out uh, on the final game because Houston are a good team, of course. It was never going to be an easy match. But when you look at that result, uh, and especially some of Houston's goals, the defence was a mess for Portland. It's uh, Yeah, it's very disappointing. It was in their hands and they let it slip. Um, right, I tell you what, let's now look forward to the Audi MLS Cup playoffs then for 2023. Let's start in the East. Uh, of course, we've mentioned that the uh, the wildcard game, of course, is New York Red Bulls versus Charlotte. Um, I, I tell you what, we'll do a little prediction for that one. Are you going Red Bulls to win? I don't think they will. Wow. I don't think they will. Uh, okay. 2-1 two, so two, Charlotte. 2-1 Charlotte. Okay. I think Red Bulls will go through. I think they'll win 2-1, uh, actually. Uh, but... Um, yeah, it'd be a great result for Charlotte if that happens. And then, uh, so the winner of that will go on and play Cincy. Um, obviously, Cincy supporters shield winners. They finish top of the East, so they get the pleasure of uh, winning of playing. Who uh, comes out of that wildcard game? Um, now we've seen it plenty of times before. Actually, LAFC last year were the only side in a long time to have won the supporters shield and then MLS Cup. Um, can Cincy carry that on or do you see them struggling in the playoffs? I don't see them struggling in the playoffs. Cincinnati have been unbelievable. Um, I, I know the last episode we did, we, it was the whole thing about how Orlando had been the only team to, to beat them at home. I, I genuinely, that, that's still true, right? That's gone the whole way through the season. I don't think they've lost again. Red Bulls, of course, a few weeks ago. Rebels, yeah. Support Shield already wrapped up though, so they don't really care. Um, so really, really strong at home, Cincinnati. I, I, I really don't see many teams giving them a giving them a problem. I think they can turn it on. They know how to win games in different ways. Um, don't always score hatfuls of goals. They just keep it tight. I, I, I think Cincy are a real pick. Um, as as are Orlando and Columbus in in the East. To be fair. Yeah, um, you know, you look at you look at quite a few of those teams. I would say the East is probably stronger this year. Um, I would maybe say that that's my prediction is that the winner will come from the East, and that's not just because the Supporters Shield champions come come from the East. Uh, but if you look at Cincy, yeah, you know, you look at Acosta, and he's got uh, I think seventeen goals, thirteen assists, or so thirty goal contributions, uh, which has put him right in line for MVP. And, uh, you know, when he's in form, the team clicks and, uh, you know, he's a massive part of that. And I think them being at home all the way through, again, you know, I mentioned Portland, I mentioned Toronto. You know, you you look at Cincy's crowd and Cincy Stadium, when that's full, it looks strong. And I think that can get them at least to the latter stages, if not MLS Cup. So uh, they'll have a tough time of it because there's some strong teams that will have to come to Cincy if they're going to win MLS Cup. Um, and you've mentioned two of them there, Orlando and uh, Columbus. Of course, the Columbus game would be a derby, so that is anyone's. Um, 
let's just leave Orlando just for a tiny bit longer. Let's just uh, have a look at Columbus because, as you said before, they've got such a strong home record. Um, of course, they then face Atlanta at home in the uh, first round of the playoffs, which I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm already giving them two wins in that one, so they will go through. Um, but, uh, you know, Columbus this year have come back from a, an iffy few years. Of course, Cucho has scored his fair share of goals as well, and, and they mean business, don't they? Do you know, obviously, we were just talking about Cincinnati at home. If Cincinnati have lost two at home, that means Columbus's home record is even better than theirs. Um, and so they, like I said, they go in real favourites. And do they score a lot of goals? Columbus games and goals... And Atlanta as well. This is going to be an absolute ding dong battle. I, like that's the pick for me. Columbus and Atlanta. The goals. I, I can't. I can't wait to see what happens there. I really can't. Um, Atlanta can beat anyone on the day. We all know that. Um, even this season, they've had some fantastic results. I. I think this is going to be fantastic. I hope so, and I hope Atlanta take it to that last game. Um, I worry about Atlanta's away farm going to Columbus, so that's why I'm giving Columbus the two wins, uh, and hopefully Atlanta can win at home. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think when you look at the, the East matches, I mean, Philadelphia, New England Revolution, we've not mentioned them. They played each other on decision day, and any Revs uh, won that game. So, um, you know, there's that that could be... You know, because Philadelphia got to MLS Cup last year, any Revs won Supporters Shield last year. Obviously, none of them then ended up winning. Um, oh no, they didn't. Sorry, any Revs won Supporters Shield a few years ago, but like none of them have then won MLS Cup. So you know, I think both teams were wanting to rectify that, and I think that could be an underrated game. I think obviously, play, we'll talk about Orlando and then playing Nashville, and it's uh, you know Mukhtar up against Orlando called the Columbus best home record versus Atlanta. Maybe Philadelphia, New England Revolution is being forgotten about a little bit, but I think that'll be a an interesting battle. Um, so let's talk about Orlando then. A much better season this year. Uh, you know, when we were speaking last year, you was like, it needs a refresh. The head coach needs to go. You kind of have had that refresh without the head coach leaving. So uh, you must be happy. Yeah. And, and looking back at the start of the season, we were still having that conversation because Orlando started the season terribly. Um, they were winning more away than they were at home. They couldn't buy a win at Exploria Stadium. Um, and you have to feel, because, you know, it's finished fairly close. You have to feel if they'd have just got a couple of wins at the start of the season, which eluded them. What you know, what could they have achieved this year? It would have been really, really interesting. Um, I, I think with my sensible head on, Orlando have got the capability of really messing this up. But I think if I take if I take my Orlando shirt off and I stand here doing an MLS UK show podcast, it would be absolutely mad to say I I don't think that they can go the whole way. I think that Orlando team can can absolutely go the whole way and it scares the hell out of me. I I you know what it's like. You never come on here and, and are confident because it's always going to blow up in your face. But it would just be ridiculous to say that they can't do it because they can. Like, they absolutely can. And six years into this podcast, I'm finally saying it. I can't believe it. And then putting the shirt back on, there's absolutely no way it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so well, they'll find a way to mess it up. Well, yeah, I mean, you've obviously got a, a striker in farm, so that helps as well. Always going into the playoffs, but... Yeah, you know, uh, this is, for me, 
you know, being there by your side, obviously I spot Atlanta, but seeing this and, and in seasons you've started the season thinking we're going to do very well and then end, and then two, three months in, you've gone, we're rubbish. Um, and I've been there silently judging, well, not silently judging, quite loudly judging <laughs> with my Atlanta shirt on. But, um, you know, you look at Orlando's farm, you've won the last four. The worry for me is the home farm. You know, I think because you are, I think, seventh in the home farm, uh, within the East, which is for a team that's finished second, is is unbelievable, really. Um, and as a result of you finished second, ironically, you will now play most of your games at home. So that worries me a little bit about Orlando. You could maybe have lost the last few and finished a bit further down, and um, you know, and got into uh, playing away most of the games. But I think Orlando fans and of course the world will be excited. Will be. Uh, up for those playoff games. And I think, um, you know, as we've seen before, if Orlando can get a bit of a run going, maybe get a few late wins as well, um, you know, I think that's where you can really see a snowball effect happen. Because I think that's, at this stage, that's what we're looking for, isn't it? Because, you know, in recent years, we've seen like, oh, LAFC will win it, or Atlanta will win it, or whoever. I don't necessarily, I know since you've had a great season, but I don't necessarily see one team that you think they'll win it. There's a is up for grabs, and that's what's exciting about this. And Orlando has a you know you have as big a chance as any. Yeah, I, I agreed. And there's not been one particular standout player for Orlando. You mentioned Mukhtar for for Nashville. Um, I think the positive for Orlando is all over the field. They're really really strong. Um, if they don't come through the games against Nashville and progress to the next round, then that it it's an absolute travesty. Well, there we go. There we go. That Hello to everyone watching this clip in a few weeks' time. <laughs> uh, right, so let's go to the West then. Uh, of course, we've already said that the wildcard game is SKC versus San Jose. A uh, quick prediction for that one. Who's going through? Uh, SKC for me. Yeah, I agree. I think home farm at this stage is going to be big. and uh, Sorry, home advantage is going to be big. SKC got through with a, a good win against Minnesota. And at... For me, the big thing about that is uh, that game is that they've got Johnny Russell. He's a guy that when they need him, he'll grab the uh, the game by the scruff of the neck and he will get them through. He's done it for years and I think if they need him in that San Jose game just to get them over the line, I think he could be a big difference. So, uh, yes, I would agree. SKC to go through. Uh, and if they do go through, they will then travel to, uh, I mean, what a game this would be. St. Louis versus SKC in the playoffs. It'd be St. Louis's first playoff game, of course, their inaugural season, which is, couldn't have gone much better. Um, so St. Louis, we've not spoke about them yet, but, I mean, it's tough to call, isn't it? Because they've got the, the naivety in the playoffs, I guess. They didn't have much MLS experience coming into the city. I don't think the squad has that much MLS experience, but maybe that's a good thing as well. And they will play all their matches at home until MLS Cup in case they, they play Cincy. We thought they didn't stand a chance and there's absolutely no way I'm going to stand here now and say that they're, they're naive and they don't have experience so they're not going to go far in the playoffs because have I not learned my lesson? Um, they've been fantastic this year. Really, really fantastic. Um, fair amount of wins, not just at home, but away as well. They've managed to get the job done. They've had some fantastic results against some really good teams with rosters, in my opinion, on paper, much stronger than theirs. There's no way with without, you know, with the team spirit that they've got, with the backing they've got, there's there's no way you can write them off. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think the home advantage as well is massive because that stadium is full. It's excited. Uh, it will be a real, it will be a real cauldron of of atmosphere, especially if they play um, Sporting KC. They'll be really up for it. And I think, yeah, you, know, you know, even when they so say, I mean, San Jose fans, we're not totally dismissing you here. This is just hypothetical. But even if they play Sporting KC and then they have that away game. They showed a few like a month ago in the league. They will take fans to that game. So it will a bit a bit of an equalizer itself. So sport, you know, yeah, St. Louis are real, you know, they're really in there and they're really up there. I think it's it's gonna be really intriguing to see how they do. I really hope that they don't just fall at the first hurdle. I think I would like to see them go quite far in it. Whether they can win MLS Cup at this stage, I don't know. I, I do think that sort of playoff naivety could be there with them, especially when it goes back to being, you know, one-off sort of matches. But right now, it's they're a great, um, you know, great option to win MLS Cup. And I think a few people will be having them as their picks, uh, definitely to get to MLS Cup. Um, so the next game is Seattle versus Dallas. As uh, Seattle, it's nice to have them back in the playoffs, isn't it? After a year hiatus, uh, what do you rate their chances? Um, I remember watching them the the first game of the season, and they were fantastic. They looked really good going forward, scored loads of goals. And then every time I've watched them since, because you can't, you know, with the schedule, you can't watch every every team at the same time. Um, every time I've seen them they've been poor. So, uh, and that could just be complete chance. Um, but I think Seattle Dallas is a really tough one to call. If I'm, if I'm being honest with you, Seattle seventh Dallas right down in 14th, but Dallas, you know, away from home have not been awful. Um, they're a difficult team to beat. So this is wide open. Obviously in that stadium, Seattle with their experience and their roster, they should get the job done. But, I think if it was two years ago, you'd be like, yes, yeah, Seattle. Whereas now, not been so strong this season. Yeah, I would I would agree with the you know, with what you said there about that it could really be um, you know, it's a tough one to call. Cause I think if you flip it around, if you've got Dallas at home twice, I put Dallas as favourites. Which tells me that they're very, you know, I mean Dallas have this incredible knack of just getting the job done when they need to. Okay, you can look and finish say, oh, well, they finished seventh. But they, they went to LA Galaxy, they won 4 1, they got the job done. And I think they have that habit of that. And, um, you know, I think it would not surprise me if, if it, this goes to the last game and it's at 1 1. It really wouldn't. So, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting match. I think Dallas, yeah, I think I think Seattle will go through personally. I think they've got, they'll have win the two home games. And, um, you know, they, I mean, they are unbeaten in nine. So. They have got a bit of farm going into it. But yeah, for me, for once, considering we've, like I said, we've been doing this for six years, Seattle normally in the playoffs, you look and go, one of the favourites. I don't have them as one of the favourites this time, which is a bit weird. But they have got the head coach. They've got the experience there. Whereas we look, I look at St. Louis and think maybe that could be an issue that could help Seattle. So uh, I guess we'll wait and see on that one. Um, LAFC versus Vancouver. LAFC's farm has dipped, but I mean, surely you'd have LAFC as favourites, right? Yeah, again, they've lost four games at home and I think I've watched all of them. <laughs> um, and so in my head, they're just terrible and, and obviously they aren't. Um, but Vancouver, how nice is this? 
Vancouver, we're, we're going to talk up Vancouver a little bit going into the playoffs on the MLS UK show. Has it ever happened before? I don't think so. Um, I remember uh, Galaxy missing out a few years ago um, over over Vancouver down to a point or a goal or something ridiculous. Um, Vancouver, I think it's a shame they're away um, because I think LA probably get the job done. But fair play to Vancouver, they've had a good season. Um, much, much better than the average season we've seen them have uh, on, uh, you know, on the six years doing this podcast, um, they've, they've racked up quite a few L's away from home, which is a shame. And I think LA really tough place to go. Yeah. I think that that first game is important. If Vancouver can stay in the game and even if you lose, it'd be a close game. I think that'll give them confidence. If LA win the first game four nil, I think even though obviously it's not done on aggregate, it's done on who wins the games, and we need to remember that, but there was penalties at the end of the game, so they will be a winner. Um, yeah, I, I, I think if, if LAFC comfortably win that first game, I think it's done for the series. But, um, you know, Vancouver did get a draw against them this last weekend on decision day. Uh, they've got uh, White, who's playing well. They've got Gold, White Gold, they're both playing well. Gold, gold uh, 11, I think 11 assists, 12 goals. Incredible, incredible season yeah. from, from, uh, from a UK player. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Gold. And uh, yeah, well, you, I mean, that's it. It's like Johnny Russell. You want to see the UK players get to the latter stages of playoffs, especially players like that who aren't on the, you know, when you look at the likes of we've had Rooney's and Lampard's and whoever, you know, Bale, I know he's, he's you know, obviously UK last year. Yeah, they, those are big names, but I, it's nice for the, the sort of the players that are, are kind of keep MLS going, if you will, they're the, the, the players who aren't necessarily the bigger names. It's nice if they get to the latter stages. Um, right, let's move on to the last game in uh, the West, in the playoffs. And this is a fascinating one. Houston versus RSL. You've got the team with the best home record in the West versus the team with the best away record. So who knows what's going to happen when RSL are at home. But uh, for the other two games... This could be a real fascinating outcome because me personally, I'd put Houston as favourites, but it would not surprise me if RSL went to Houston that first game and won. Yeah, um, RSL, one of the best teams playing away. So this makes it a really, really interesting battle. Um, I remember at the start of the season, Houston, uh, apart from Cincinnati, I think they went the longest without uh, dropping a point at home. Um Maybe Cincinnati drew and Houston were actually ahead of them there at one point. Um, so their home form, good. RSL, though, this is this makes it really, really interesting. They've been good on the road. Yeah, they have. Um, I, I mean, Houston, I, I think with RSL, is as we've seen, they have been in the playoffs quite a few times the last few years. A few years ago, they famously went on that run that got them to the conference final, uh, whereas Houston have not been in that place. I mean, their season this year, including winning US Open, up has been fantastic Ben Olsen has really changed things there it's going to be interesting with Houston because I think they are better a better team when they're up against it when they're not the favorites we saw that in US Open Cup they went and beat Miami and I think this game if they can get over this game against RSL I think no matter who you put them against in the even though they've had a great season whoever you put them against even if they're at home I think they will see themselves as being the underdogs so I think if they get through this RSL game, which, I mean, it, so for me, it's quite an even game. So it's not like they're underdogs or favourites in this one. But if they get through this and then they've got to play, you know, some of the other teams in uh, the playoffs, even the likes of, say, it was SKC or, um, 
you know, a, like a team that's coming through wildcards, if they can get through it, I think for the majority of the games remaining, they will be seen as underdogs and I think that'll suit them. Something I've just noticed as well, um, with it being over three games, RSL have to play two away games at Houston, right? Yeah. They've, on average, they've won 50% of their away games. So statistically, they're going to win one of those, which makes it really, really interesting. Yeah, RSL's away farm has been great. And this is the thing is that RSL, just because they snuck in, means they will have to face, well, they'll have to be away for the, the playoffs, pretty much all the games. You then look at Orlando, who's away farm has been brilliant. Unfortunately for you, they will have to play <laughs> most of their games at home. So RSL have done it the right way. Uh, and if it works, then you know credit to them. But um, yeah, well, those are the games, um, you know, those are the playoff games. It all starts... On Thursday night, um, you know, uh, I think Thursday morning or Thursday night, whatever it is in the UK. Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Wednesday night, all days are blurring to one, and you've got a newborn, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, so those are our, uh, those are the playoff matches. Uh, we're going to do episodes throughout the playoffs, so we'll be updating things and talking about things. But right now, as we go into the playoffs, Elliot, go on, give me a prediction: MLS Cup champions. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard this yeah. year. Yeah. We don't we don't normally mind chucking a prediction out there. This is hard. Orlando. Oh, oh he's done it. He's done it. And then the next time we do a podcast, he uh, will be regretting that decision. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't say Orlando are going to win MLS Cup. I'm sorry. I really can't. So I'm going to go uh, St. Louis Columbus final and Columbus win. I don't, I, 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 I agree. I, I just think it's the only time, it's the only time where I've genuinely thought, well, yeah, Orlando got a chance, but the East, it ha, the East is so much stronger than the West this year. So much stronger. Um, the idea that Seattle didn't even win half their home games and they're right up there. I, I think it's, it's crazy. Um, I, I think the East is really strong. I think the winner comes from the East and it could definitely be Columbus. Let us know who are your favourites to win MLS Cup. Uh, tell us who you think will win, who will uh, in the playoffs, who will get furthest. Is there any teams that we maybe haven't talked about much who can go and do it? Uh, of course, on social media, we are at MLS UK show. That's across X, uh, threads. Uh, it's, I mean, since we've gone, it's all changed. Um, Instagram as well, TikTok, we're on there. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Uh, right, before we go, just a quick uh, note. We've not had a chance to discuss this, but Wayne Rooney has left DC. Uh, of course, DC, DC didn't make the playoffs in the end, all the wildcard matches. Um, right time for him to leave. He's got, he's already got another job in, in England. Yeah, I think probably had it lined up anyway. Um, stayed his... Did, did his time in DC, didn't pull up any trees. Um, I, I really want him to be successful and I like DC, but it, it was all very average, wasn't it, to be fair? Um, uh, but as a tip, watch the Colleen Rooney documentary because it's fantastic. All right, okay. I, that is on our watch list, actually. Um, really the, the Wagga, good. The Wagga for Christie one. The yeah, Wagga for, yeah, Wagga for Christie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I agree with what you said, Wayne. I mean, it was never going to be a long-term plan, was it, him in charge of DC? He was always going to come back to England at some point. 
Uh, he's done well to get a job with Birmingham, who were doing well in the championship. I, I'll be honest, I'm not quite there with Wayne Rooney as a head coach. I, no, I, I, I do want him to be successful. Um, I think credit to him for going and doing something different. He's been to the championship and then over to MLS. He, he could have just eventually got a Premier League job, but he's not. But um, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm not quite there with it. DC, I, I, I hope they get that sorted. They've got a great stadium. They've got a great fan base. I hope they now um, can bring someone in who's going to you know, re-enlight them, sort the squad out and uh, and get them going again. But uh, yeah, it wasn't to be for Wayne Rooley in the end. Um, and we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see who DC get. That's, uh, that's uh, a story for another day. I'm sure after uh, we've discussed the playoffs, we'll move on to DC. Uh, but Michael for now, Bradley. let's move on. <laughs> let's end the show. Um, right, well, big shout out to our sponsor, Soccer90.com. Remember, you can go on there. You can get any of the MLS gear. You can get um, foreign shirts, uh, you know, international teams. You can get Premier League. You can get European teams as well. Uh, and when the new shirt jerseys are released in the close season, they will be on Soccer90.com as well. If you want to get a discount, you can do 20% off courtesy of ourselves. Just type in MLS UK in the discount code to take advantage of that. Um, right. Well, that's it from us. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for watching. If you are watching on YouTube, then please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, like the video, subscribe to us. Click the notification bell as well. It really helps. Uh, we've got over 1,300 um, subscribers right now, which we hit 1,000 during this season. So it's mad that we're now on 1,300. So we really do appreciate it. Uh, and if you are listening on your podcast provider, please leave us a rating. Please subscribe. Um, but if you are going to leave a rating, Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. And because they didn't make the playoffs, that stands for another season. And it'll probably stand for quite a few seasons, actually. Um, right. Thanks very much for getting involved. Remember, at MLS UK Show on the socials, chat to us throughout the playoffs. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us uh, if any teams are surprising you or if your predictions have changed from the start to the end. Uh, but for now, I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman. Enjoy the playoffs. See ya. Podcast Network.